0: okay so welcome to the first episode of the concrete podcast hope you're doing well wherever you are so since this is the first episode i guess a little introduction about me would be best so my name is ahmed i am 23 years old and i am from egypt so the weird name the accent here you go now in this episode and the next i'm going to touch on a concept that i've dealt with for a long fucking time which is confidence and i think people have been dealing with it a lot lately it's been flooding social media and it's definitely been a big hit with the whole self-help genre as well because you know let's make money right so i thought that i would give it my take and analysis whatever that means on the different approaches and trends that offer all of these definitions and solutions for the whole, I guess you can call it, confidence and self-esteem issues. Because I definitely see and definitely have been through some wrong roads and pitfalls with dealing with these concepts. And I think that through all, I might be wrong, but I think that through all the efforts done to define what confidence is, there is definitely still much work to be done, so I thought I would take a crack at it see what efforts have been done before and if there is anything wrong with them and what could we do to I guess make it clear and more helpful for anyone who's going through that shit right now so let's jump into the episode real quick okay so let's take a look at some of the trends that tried to actually figure out what these concepts meant some kind of a literature review if you will Now. I'm pretty sure that people have been trying to figure this shit out since we started to actually interact with each other but I think that the most important starting point was with the rise of traditional media because basically that was the biggest and most wide reaching effort that actually had an impact on how a very large population or a society even shaped how they approached social action and of course as a result how they oriented their lives in general so my argument in this approach goes as this basically traditional media which is for me the pop culture of society in terms of movies books music etc they had a very simple approach to the whole idea which is Their efforts were all about presenting an ideal figure to society which kind of depended on what sells at the time, it depended on what people reacted to and accepted as actually a representation of what a confident ideal figure is. For example, and this kind of shows how weak their approach to a general definition is, they gave us many ideal figures that differed drastically from one another across time. In World War II, the confident and awesome pop culture figure was the military man. In the 50s, I guess it was the suited government man, I guess, but definitely in the 60s and 70s, it was the rock star, and you get the idea. So, their efforts were not aimed at actually figuring out why these figures resonated with people. It was just that whatever resonated with people at any given period is what will basically milk the fuck out of. So, because of that, each ideal figure was so fucking specific, it was kind of impossible to say that they were the true abstract or inclusive or general definition of what people should strive towards to be confident just imagine if you liked oriental music in a time where led Zeppelin were rocking the fuck out that you didn't play the guitar or alarmingly abused drugs or had that extroverted fuck everybody attitude that rock stars generally have does that mean that okay you're kind of screwed now because you can't be confident because, where will you draw your self esteem from if you're not really anywhere near the ideal figure that they represented at the time? And if you actually were a rock star in the 60s and 70s, when that pop culture changes, what then? You know, should you change with it? Should you cope with the times, so to speak? You can kind of see how such a specific approach is just of no use whatsoever to us. But you know, I don't really blame traditional media on that approach, their job was and still is to cater to the widest and biggest audience that they can get their hands on so so that they can make money, you know that's kind of their motive and that's how this institute is structured, I don't really blame them so... but you know that shit changed when social media came into play because contrary to popular belief I don't really think that people are that fucking stupid, we kind of saw the flaws in their approach, we saw that they can't be re- really right because each figure changes in just a span of a couple of decades so we were like, okay, there must be something in common with all of these ideal figures because all of them were confident in a lot of people's eyes we kind of finally moved a deeper level in trying to or a more abstract level in trying to figure out what confidence is but unfortunately that's where we really started to fuck things up okay so We figured out that it's not dependent on your job or something that's equally as specific. I guess good for us. Other trends of trying to explain confidence came out as a result. I think that the first one that comes into my mind is that time when those entrepreneurial motivational posters were on everybody's timeline on Instagram and Facebook and shit. You remember those, right? The ones where it was a guy dressed in a fucking 10k suit driving a bentley and he has a really hot girl with him and it says some generic shit like build an empire or something you know of course the couple's faces were cut from the poster so you can imagine yourself as that guy or girl Uh, that shit was terrible but that, that shit was kind of understandable as well we finally got that it wasn't about a specific job that made you confident or that you should draw your self-esteem from so logically the next thing of course would be that your success in any job is where you should draw your, se- your confidence or your self-esteem from that's it that's kind of the time when being an entrepreneur was like the aim you know but again my criticism is the same it kind of falls into the same drawbacks of being too specific because different people have different definitions of success maybe i don't really want to have a bentley and dress as a pretentious fuck each time i go out maybe success in life isn't for me that i be successful at my job maybe it's my family and friends maybe it's the different experiences that i get with the money that I do with the money I get from that job, I fucking hate, is what makes me happy. Which also, by the way, became a trend that different experiences part, if anyone remembers that annoying fucking traveling trend. But anyway, I kind of had a general problem in my personal experience with trying to figure out what true confidence is, and I think it applies perfectly here, which is. What exactly is the difference between confidence and arrogance? Why is me drawing my self-esteem from the way I look is considered as arrogant while drawing it from my success in a job is considered somehow confident? You can kind of see what I mean in in the people who subscribe to these success advice in that they always, always fucking refer to how successful they are. Does that make them confident or kind of absurdly arrogant and annoying if you ask me? But what do I know, right? So there is a reason behind how I feel like it's also arrogant because how does it help in a social interaction if you only define yourself as just successful? Is that the one aspect of yourself that you really want people to have that is that you? You know, I'm sure that will look good on your resume, but in a normal social interaction where the person in front of you is like doesn't give a fuck what you do what then right? so I kind of always had that criticism in the back of my mind for the successful types but I you know tell me what you think there is another approach that became super fucking popular a couple years ago a few years ago actually I think I think we've all Stumbled on a video or two on YouTube of the how to pick up chicks tutorial or picking up girls prank or You know the ones where it was a super weird fuck is like today I guess I'm gonna try and pick up a girl dressed as Batman or some shit And then he proceeds to tell you that bro. It doesn't matter what you say to the girl. You just have to be confident of course, that's fucking absurd like you're not picking up a fucking chair Contrary to what these type of self-help gurus are trying to teach you, those girls are actually human individuals that differ from one another, so it does matter what you say. That's kind of the reason why these guys strike out a lot of times. It's kind of a sexual equivalent of throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks, right? That is if these videos aren't staged in the first place, of course, but now I'm gonna go with that assumption, that some of these videos are actually real and not staged. Now. This approach is dependent on something that is called Instrumental use Which is highlighting some aspect of yourself For a certain purpose or to convey a certain message It usually is the instrumental use of language Spoken or body or the use of your clothes Or your status which links back to using success And so on Now, to dive more into that analogy I think that You know, I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson's psychological and philosophical content. I do realize the whole PragerU shit and I'm going to get into that in future episodes. Trust me, but he has a lot to criticize him for, but I think a lot to praise him for as well. And his delivery method, you know, it's one of the best out there, even if his work is not really, you know, original, but... Again, you know, I'm going to get into Jordan Peterson in future episodes. But in this episode, I'm going to use, you know, he has a video on YouTube where he talks about those pickup artists and the instrumental use of language, which I'll link in the description along with the lecture where the seven minute video comes from. Now, in the video, Jordan Peterson talks about how a goal, how the goal of picking up a girl is a somewhat psychopathic goal in that it doesn't matter which girl you're picking up it's basically just picking up any girl the individual here doesn't really matter to you now this is very important to whomever is going for instrumental use because if the individual matters then you kind of give them full power of whatever you're instrumentally using because if one use works on one girl it might not work for a hundred others now this point brings me to such an important topic in this lovely discussion, I can't stress how important this point is, which is basically what game are you playing in a social interaction? There are a number of games that you can play but the most important ones are either you're playing a dominance game or a reciprocal one. Now a dominance based social interaction is where one of you has the upper hand in which of your perspectives matter. If you're playing that game, you're kind of trying your best to have your perspective drive the conversation. And of course, as a result, drown out the other player's perspective. You're trying to dominate basically, which is what a dominance-based social interaction is, right? Now, this is where instrumental use comes in handy. Whichever instrument you're using is kind of the tool you use to gain the upper hand. Now, the problem with that approach is that you basically aren't going for any connection whatsoever. You're just playing on how agreeable or... 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 ...inconfident the person in front of you is. Granted, there are some situations where you should play... ...a dominance game such as an interview where you want to get your... ...perspective heard and it doesn't really matter if you... ...make a connection with the person you're dealing with. But in normal social interactions where you're trying to... ...make friends or talk to that cute girl or whatever... A connection is what you go for because it's it's kind of the only purpose of the whole situation. There is no other motive of you getting the job or whatever. This is where reciprocal interactions come into play. It's kind of the situation where you have a strong basis or perspective to offer, but you also admit the individuality and sovereignty of the person in front of you. It's kind of like admitting that even though you might differ a lot but them having a perspective actually is something you appreciate that they have a perspective whatever that perspective is this also shows you that people define connection wrong it's in my opinion it's not about how much you have in common although that kind of matters to some extent but it's about how you interact now let me give you some examples of where dominance games and instrumental use gets you versus reciprocal ones. So take Jennifer Lawrence, for example. She's kind of the perfect example of using instrumental language. Here she kind of plays on relating to her fan base as much as she can. just watch just go watch any of her interviews where she's like in the Oscars and says some dumb fucking shit like. I just wanna go home and eat pizza or something. something as you know she 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 oh my god she keeps emphasizing how normal and like us she is which is kind of how you catch someone using something instrumentally what kind of what kind of a profound connection have you made with your fanbase when you keep saying you like pizza? You know everybody does. You can find a lot of criticism of her because of that. How it's all an act and whatnot. If you if you said that you're a diehard jazz fan and I'm a jazz fan then yeah now now we're talking about something as generic as pizza. Now once you're done watching her vomit how relatable she is go watch an interview with Post Malone, Chris Pratt, Bishop Briggs those kind of celebrities you know someone like Post Malone has most of his songs chanting on his cars and flexing on the peeps. But watching him in something like his H3 podcasts, you can see how down to earth and relatable he is. He doesn't really shy away from what he is. He has a strong basis in the conversation, but he kind of of talks to you just to talk to you and listens to listen. He admits that the person in front of him has an important perspective and so makes a connection. No matter what that perspective is. The same goes for Chris Pratt. These guys fan base and how die hard they are are a big reason their success just look at how people react to them talk in interviews or podcasts or whatever and you will see the difference between both social games you don't really relate to Post Malone because you live the same lifestyle the guy is literally my age to the fucking month but you know he's a multi-millionaire artist with these songs blasting out of most cars you relate because there is a connection to be made when you talk to him or listen to him talk to someone else. Another example of what instrumental use gets you is, you know, the man, the myth, Mark Zuckerberg. You know, he's the most extreme case of instrumental use of body language that you can ever come across. It's so obvious that what he is doing is consciously adjusting his body language to convey how confident he is. The drawn-back shoulders and the puffed chest that looks like he spent the past fucking 12 hours doing bench presses in the gym. Now, look how people who don't have a motive to interact with him react to seeing him just doing the fucking, you know, tiniest shit like drinking fucking water or something, you know. The guy has conspiracy theories saying that he's a robot, you know. And the question is this, what do robots do? Why do people perceive him in that way? And the answer is, he's mimicking mimicking human behavior. That's kind of it. I think that the argument of body language is what makes you confident and the lack of that said body language is the problem. That argument kind of falls apart here. Body language is your body Mirroring your state of mind. If you're depressed, you're gonna be slouchy and gloomy, of course If you're happy, you're skipping steps down the fucking street Now to drive this home Imagine this scenario. Imagine you're with a friend at his mom's funeral and the guy is fucking devastated, of course Now imagine that you want to cheer him up by telling him that you should go home bouncing and skipping that way He'll fucking feel better. Does that sound like a fucking solution to you? of course not because his body language is just mirroring how he feels and his state of mind is kind of the problem With someone like Mark Zuckerberg you literally don't know what the fuck, is, what the, fuck the guy is thinking nor what his intentions are you know, how comfortable of, of a fucking interaction is that? That is of course besides the drawbacks of instrumental use that I've mentioned earlier By now I think you get the whole just True confidence and being natural is about intention and not action, it doesn't matter what you do, it's what matters is your intention in going in and doing whatever fucking thing that you're doing. It's the body-mind connection when you're in a social interaction that lets there be a connection that is easy to make. There is no fucking hidden motive that fucks up that connection. It's kind of like how natural you are when you're alone versus how weird your hands feel like when you want the person in front of you to like you, you know? Questions like, where do I normally put my hands and do I look them in the eye or where do you normally look when you're talking to someone? Have you ever had these thoughts when you're talking to your mom or your best friend? Of course not, because you're talking for the sake of fucking talking. There is no buffer in the middle to fuck up the connection that is happening. For me, and you know, I'm I'm a humble guy. For me, in my opinion, and from what I got from the many years I struggled with these concepts, I see confidence as some kind of a spectrum. You know, being arrogant is where you only care about your feedback of your actions and your basis and perspective to judge them. While being in is... It's where you solely depend on others' feedback to judge your actions. Being confident in turn, which is smack in the middle, is where you actually listen to the feedback from other people but you have the strong basis of judgment to decide are they right or are they wrong? You know, are, they, are their feedback relevant to you? Should you take it or should you, should you just brush it off? It doesn't. It isn't really relevant to your experience and you know, you get the idea. Here, you'll kind of see that achieving confidence is by developing that basis. And trust me, it's not an easy job. Getting to know who you really are and what your true value base is, it's it's kind of tricky. It takes complete honesty with yourself to know why are you actually doing things and thus. And then you can achieve the body-mind connection and the pure intention that we talked about. Now... I know that I've been rambling for I guess 20 minutes now, I'm sorry about that. I hope you guys stuck till this point. This is why I'm going to leave the rest of this discussion to the next episode. I really don't like just saying how wrong shit are without offering a way to fix it, even in part. So, in the next episode, I'm gonna go over two approaches, the accept your flaws one and the be yourself one. These are kind of the most cliche. but in my opinion they are the truest of them all but they are so ill-defined that it is just fucked up the way they're that ill-defined is what makes them cliche in the first place and unhelpful and even counterproductive in a lot of times so I am going to try and define them as clearly as possible and show you the different thought processes that you might go through and the pitfalls that some of these processes have now this is the end of today's episode or you know this episode i'm gonna post two episodes in the launch of this podcast because if you like the first episode you can check the next and because the topics are kind of related so you know i'm not gonna tease Uh, anyway uh, if you enjoyed this episode and you know check out the next and hit the subscribe button in whatever app you're using if you're using itunes if you're on youtube or um, i guess what else if you're on spreaker i'm gonna post this on spreaker as well yeah what was i going to say Fuck. yes i am really interested in what you have to say about this so let me know what you think about this whole confidence and self-esteem you know issues Uh, I've linked all of the podcast social media accounts in the description, I guess Twitter, Instagram, and I don't really like Facebook, I'm not gonna lie, so, you know. Anyway, thanks for listening, check out the next episode, and the third episode will be out next Tuesday, peace.